posted on my Instagram story that I had obviously shaved it because it was just such a big thing and literally everyone was so supportive. My other best friend, she would, wouldn't stop posting about it and she was like so proud of me and it was, it was a relief because obviously I was anxious about it but I was okay with it because I knew at my school it would it would be an okay because I will I was always known to, I was always known to be the girl with alopecia because I didn't have much hair. Welcome everyone. My name's Naomi. You're listening to Talk Hair Loss with Alopecia UK, where we share our conversations around all things hair loss. We'll be talking directly to those in the alopecia community to hear firsthand the ups and downs of living with hair loss. In our first few episodes, we're going to be listening to some experiences captured during Alopecia Awareness Month in September of 2020. The topics discussed are also available to watch in video format on our YouTube channel. Today's episode is about the experiences of young people with alopecia. We join Amy and Matt, who have both had alopecia since childhood, as they facilitate a conversation with Enya, Arjan, Chloe and Alina about what it's like to experience alopecia today. My name is Matthew. I've had alopecia since I was two years old. Um, I fell off a park bench on holiday and since then it's gradually fallen out throughout my life. Um, I used to have like a like bowl cut in which my mum combed over the bald patches and then gradually throughout my life it's just slowly fallen out until my facial hair and my eyebrows all fell out as well when I was about 20. So uh, yeah so I'll pass on to Amy and then we'll work our way around the group and uh, yeah it's, it's great to hear your stories basically. So hi guys I'm Amy and um, I have had alopecia since I was 10 years old. Um, I lost my hair just um, near the end of my primary school years. Um, There wasn't really any reason um, why I lost my hair. We don't think it was just something that happened. It started off as a little 10p piece at the back of my head that was seen by my sister as I was apple bobbing with the brownies uh, during Halloween. And um, it just slowly got wider and wider until I lost all of the hair on my head. I actually did have a little bit of regrowth when I was 15, 16, and then I lost my hair again when I was in my 20s, and this time I lost absolutely everything. So like Matt, I've lost, you know, my eyebrows, eyelashes, um, arm hair, all, all of that stuff. But, um, you know, I, I've, I've made the most of it, and, I've, um, and I'm really looking forward to talking to you all today. Enya, do you want to elaborate? Do you want to tell us a little bit about yourself? Yeah, I'm Enya, I'm 13, and I've, I've, lo- I've had alopecia for years. I don't really, I think, I don't know why it started, but I think it was like stress, I think. Mm. I think mine was stress a lot of the time as well, because when I went from primary school to high school, I, I had loads fall out, and then high school to like college, loads fall out as well. So I think stress had like a major impact on my yeah. fallout as well, to be honest. Alina, yeah. do you want to... Uh, yeah, I'm Alina. <laughs> I'm Alina, I'm 16 years old and I've had alopecia universalis since I was eight. Um, my hair fell out in the space of a week and then gradually my eyebrows, eyelashes, arm hair, all of it. 
Um, I think, well, my mum had alopecia areata when she was younger, but then her hair grew back fully and she hasn't had anything since. But I think mine's like inherited from her, maybe. <laughs> yeah, that's interesting, isn't it? My, um, I did say we didn't really know, but I, did, I do have some genetics. It's my great auntie. So my dad's auntie had alopecia as well. Um, so there is something in there, isn't there, around relationships and genetics? Yeah. Chloe, what about you? Um, hi, I'm Chloe. I'm 13. I've had alopecia since I was two. When I was two, it was alopecia universalis. And my doctor thought it was stress. But as my mum says, how can a two-year-old have stress? So it was, it was quite unexpected. But as I've grown up with it, I've kind of got used to it. And I don't let anything take me down with it. I had, I had hair, so I'd had, I had hair all around here. I did, I had no hair around here for at least four to 12, so quite a long time. And then last year, July last year, I started losing it and I came in crying one day because I had a comment about it. And my dad emailed Little Princess Trust and they made me a wig in at least two weeks. And then they shaved my head because I just didn't want, I literally only had this much hair. So we shaved it and then when it gets longer, my mum and dad shave it. So, yeah. Yeah. Arjun, how are you? Hello, my name is Arjun and I have alopecia areata. And um, when I first had alopecia, it started as a small coin shape of, of, um, of my alopecia when it started. And just like Matthew and Enya, I'm pretty sure it was stressed as well, but I tried to keep myself as calm as possible, but sometimes it's mostly schoolwork that I get stressed out mostly, especially homework. And, uh, and so when the doctor said I alopecia, my mom freaked out. We tried a lot of things, but in the end, I actually do feel pretty good about it and just like Chloe my I decided to shave it shave it like up to like this short and um yeah it was one big step for me I really wasn't sure about it at first but I, I like it now like you're getting used to it now yeah I am getting used to it it was a big thing for me when I shaved my head you know it was it was the same. I wore a hat at school every day, and then it was just it just got to the point where you couldn't hide the patches anymore, and it's it had to go. But yeah, it is a big thing. The the good thing about this is at least when my mom says have a quick shower, that can at least exist in my life. Just get in there, have like just put water myself done. <laughs> That's a positive, isn't it? Isn't it? Yeah, quick showers. That's my favourite bit. That's my favourite bit. Mostly. Going back to that shaving the head bit, that I was exactly the same um, as you, Matt. Actually, I used I started wearing a hat to school when I first started losing my hair. So I was in year five at the time, and um, I had all the patches around my head, and I couldn't hide them anymore. But I wasn't really ready to wear a wig or anything like that, so I wore a hat to school for ages, and then eventually I did start wearing wigs. But um, 
at that time I found having hair under the wig incredibly uncomfortable and really really hot and so my mum had suggested shaving and it's such a big step isn't it because you you're so um anxious about your hair falling out to get rid of what you've got left seems really bizarre but actually it was one of the best things that I've ever done and um it makes you feel sort of like you've got a bit of power over it and I, I felt much better once I shaved it off and it sounds sounds to me um that there are some familiar feelings like that in the group today yeah definitely if anyone has had like a similar story or wants to contribute please speak up we're going to try and me and amy are going to try and keep it very casual if, you, if something's happened to you that's similar chloe chloe go on um last year when i did shave it it was quite unexpected it was my second appointment at where they were making my well they they were giving me my wig and my mum was so against me shaving it then, she wanted me to wait until I had the wig. And I remember it was just me and my mum. I got in the car, I faced on my best friend because I've grown up with my best friend. So I knew she'd be okay with it. And I, the week before I'd talked about it. So I remember getting in the car and that night we had McDonald's and my dad, he was so surprised about it. Mm. He was kind of angry. And then once we had our McDonald's, it was all okay. And I, I shed a few tears, but I knew that it would all be okay. And the next morning at school, I posted on my Instagram story that I had obviously shaved it because it was a, such a big thing. And literally everyone's so supportive. My other best friend, she would, wouldn't stop posting about it. And she was like so proud of me. And it was, it was a relief because obviously I was anxious about it, but I was okay with it because I knew at my school it would, it would be an okay. Cause I will, I was always known with, I was always known to be the girl with alopecia cause I didn't have much hair. So yeah. Just saying, I don't want to brag or anything, but I never really wore a hat or a bandana. I just actually showed it off to everyone. Did anyone else um, shave, have a period of time where they shave their head off? I'm interested to know, you know, it sounds, it sounds like parents sometimes are really anxious or worried about us shaving our heads. And I know that's something that my mum felt as well. Is that, you know, is what makes us decide to shave if our parents are worried about it? I'm sorry, go on in, yeah. Um, when I first got it, I I ended up shaving my hair because it was there was that many like patches and it was really my hair was really thin. So first we cut it into like a bob, and then we just thought just just yeah just shave it because there was yeah. no point. Yeah. How was how was everyone at school? Was everyone really supportive and things like that? I I wore. I took I took a wig with me, but I never really wore it. I, I have loads of wigs, but like I just don't bother with them. But people were like supportive over it and things. Yeah, and Amy, um, someone from Alopecia UK came and did an assembly at my school, at my primary school, and explained like everything what it is. And yeah. That's brilliant, isn't it? That helps everyone understand exactly what's going on for you. Yeah. When I was, um, when I moved secondary schools, um, when I was about 13, I actually um, stood up in my assembly and spoke to my school about it because I didn't want to hide anymore because I was a wig wearer and the school that I'd been to previously, I'd pretended like I didn't have alopecia and uh, you know I, I was fed up of hiding really so when I moved to a new school I decided to speak out about it um, and I and I felt you know that was 
that helped put the power back on me as well. And that meant that people would be educated in what alopecia was. They wouldn't be worried about, they wouldn't wonder what was wrong with me and things like that. And it was really helpful. And it meant that people would come and ask me questions or, or anything like that if they wanted to. Um, and it sounds like, I mean, we've spoken about like Instagram and assemblies and going into school in terms of telling people about our stories. Um, that can sometimes be really powerful, can't it? And I'm just wondering, Alina, if you wanted to come in and talk about your experience of doing that. Yeah, so obviously before, for me, I'd never told anyone, like even some members of my family didn't know. I think it was just like accepting it was really difficult. And then because I hadn't told anyone, I was like, oh, there's no point. I'll just leave it for now. It doesn't feel like the right time. And then when lockdown came, I was like, I'm fed up of hiding and I used to have like a big fringe like cover the fact I had no eyebrows and I was like I, I don't want this anymore so um I just sat down and I wrote like a whole it was very big a very big paragraph and I didn't really think to do anything with it like it was just explaining about my alopecia and like just all about it and then my I showed my sister it and I didn't really think to do anything with it and then she started crying I was like oh okay why are you crying and she was like you should do it you should post it so I ended up posting it and everyone was very supportive and like I mean the number of people that messaged me and were like oh my gosh you made me cry you're so brave and strong and yes yeah, so now I'm just more open about it and it's literally the best thing best decision I made yeah that's amazing yeah Incredible. Chloe, you had your hand up before. Yeah, um, adding on to Enya, um, Amy didn't come in. Um, Sue Hampton came in to my primary school because I had, I, I remember one day in year five, I found a load of hair where I sat and my year five teacher was my favorite teacher. And she was really supportive about it because I was really upset with it. And I think it was a week later, she pulled me out of a P lesson and she was like, do you want to do a mad hair day for to tell people about it because a lot of people weren't that educated on it so we did a mad hair day for the morning and then Sue Hampton came in after lunch and she did a whole thing about her books and how alopecia has stopped her with things and it really helped me because a lot of people knew about it so yeah. Why do you guys think it's really important that we we talk about what alopecia is and when we we tell people about it like this video why do you think that's important for people for young people with alopecia mm. go on Arjan you're keen there yeah uh, I think it's really important because we need to let ch other children with alopecia know that when that they're not alone and apparently that other people that you won't be judged there are some people on your side and that you can go to alopecia uk if you're feeling lonely or anything It'll be just because you're alopecia and people don't like it and that it's about that looks don't matter it's just what you do with that's what counts looks don't matter it's just what you do that counts yeah. mm -hmm. brilliant thanks Adrian. uh go on chloe um, I think it needs to be spread and be talked about because definitely when I go out in public I get a lot of stares and obviously that kind of affects me because I don't like being stared at even though I do like being the centre of attention I don't like being stared at in public so yeah it's it's something that 
it, it's a bit weird because I was at Toby Carberry the other day and a little girl came in with her nan and I was eating my food and she was just staring at me and I was like I'm trying to eat but I don't know what you're looking at me eating or my hair but it's obviously going to be the hair so yeah I was just going to say I think it's so important to raise awareness like I know from my one post so many people became like more educated in it and that's just like one person so if like many people are doing that like it's going to spread a lot of awareness and it just needs to be like more normalized to see like a bold person walking down the street yeah absolutely absolutely Definitely. i mean i don't know about all you guys i there was only one other person i knew in my whole life with alopecia until i found alopecia uk so if I, it is quite rare isn't it so i think yeah in regards to raising awareness will always help Definitely. Go on, Chloe. I, I, I was the same growing up. I only knew one other person, my friend Lucy. And um, I, you know, it was only until I actually moved to London only like five years ago where I got involved with Alopecia UK and met loads of, met loads of other people with alopecia. And Arjun, that thing about saying to people, you know, remember that you're not alone. And that it's so powerful when you meet other people who are going through what you're going through and you, and you really do feel like you're not alone anymore. And I think, you know, Chloe and Ennio, I know you guys, you've got quite a good friendship, haven't you? You, you met, at, was it at Olsen Towers? And um, since then you've kind of been best friends, haven't you? Do you want to tell us a little bit about that? Um, do you want me to speak or do you want yeah, to speak? You speak. <laughs> Three years ago, 2017, I went to Alopecia UK and actually joined in with everyone for the first time in 2016. I kind of, I went, but my cousin came with us. So we kind of stayed away. We went and did our own thing. So in 2017, I went with my dad and we joined a group and we went around. I think me and Enya, I think we came, I came in and Enya was already there. And we went to the first ride, which was Rita. And literally we started talking like in the first five minutes. And then when we came to the end of the ride, we were like, can we sit next to each other? Can we sit next to each other? And then that's how it all clicked off. And we meet up at least twice a year. But as we live so far away from each other, it's really hard because sometimes I do need the comfort of someone else with alopecia to like, share my experience and stuff like that and even though like we both like have it and we both know what we're both like going through we don't speak we don't really speak about it do we that's but what i was saying to my mum earlier i was like me and enya don't speak about alopecia it's mm -hmm. like we we're normal kids but we're like the same if that makes sense but like when there is, yeah when there is something like that's happened we know what you know what it's it's like and we can help by each other. Yeah. I, I guess it's like it's, it's go on, go on, sorry. I think does really help because you you've got the comfort of someone else going through it and it just really, really helps. Because I think meeting Enya did boost my confidence with it, even though I've always been quite confident with it. It's like you know someone else, you know what they've been through and you know what you've been through, it's like the same. It's such a personal journey and it is easy to feel alone. I know I did when I was growing up. And it's a shame that I didn't discover LPC UK when I was your age because I only, I only discovered it as an adult and it's, it's done so much for me now, even as an adult. So, yeah, it's, it's so good to see that you're, you're creating friendships and you have this kind of support network other than at home as well. It's really nice to see. Yeah. Has anyone got any, like, just looking... Um, what are like the best things, any good points of like having alopecia? What do you think are like the positives of having it and growing up with it? 
Um, I think making a friend was the best bit and also that I get to talk about it and I'm unique, like I'm different to everyone else. Because I feel like at my school, most of the girls are literally the same. They do the exact same yeah. thing. And it's nice to be someone different and have something that's unique. And I've said that twice now. <laughs> like different. And I know I get teachers that like, they, I don't know how to explain it, but they kind of help me in ways. So I had my head of year, she was quite, rude about it when I started school because she didn't think it was alopecia she thought I'd shave my head well shave the back of my head and now she's lovely to me she'll always be nice to me like even if I do anything bad she's very apologetic and things so yeah good even though it's not really nice having it you get the support of other people and I know my best friend who I've known since six months old she doesn't care what my hair looks like like she's got really long hair and I've always been quite jealous of it but I know that if someone doesn't like me for who I'm me I shouldn't be friends with them and I made the choice in year seven to be friends with a lot of people mm -hmm. and in year eight I kind of took myself away from that because I knew it wasn't doing me good and that's kind of how my hair started falling out but yeah it, it's nice being with people that support you for who you are. Okay so so Alina um, have you any positives when you were growing up or the good things about your experience with alopecia? Uh, yeah, I was just gonna say, because I'm not really at the stage where I feel like comfortable to walk out without my wig. Um, so I guess like changing the color, length and style of my wig, like if I wanted to walk out with a pink wig, I could, like no one else can like change and do that um, without damaging their hair a lot. So yeah, that would be a big thing for me. And then just like having support and yeah that's what my friends say they're like so jealous of me because i could have like different color wigs each day they're always jealous of that <laughs> it is fun and you can never have a bad hair day either that's the other joy you literally okay. you have a five minute shower you pop your hair on done <laughs> so it gives you an extra half an hour in bed doesn't it <laughs> that's crazy because all you like the, the great things that you just mentioned then is probably my kind of one of my negatives because I can't do that as, as a guy. Yeah. I get really like, not frustrated, but I can't play with fashion the same. I was really, really chuffed when I was able to get some glasses because I can accessorize a little bit <laughs> and play with fashion. And that was my thing. So yeah, so it's weird. I like, it's brilliant for like the positive for you guys and stuff like that. Yeah. But as a guy, yeah, it's slightly different. Yeah. But anyway, maybe, maybe male wigs will come along one day when I have like a Mohican or something. <laughs> um, touching on that, have any of you kind of, I've just given an example of like a little negative that I have with it. Have any of you guys got any kind of negatives and what you don't like about alopecia? And, oh, go on in, yeah. Just like all like because I don't like people looking at me. Mm. Um, but like just like everyone like, staring at you like if you're on if you're in town or something you get glares um but you just got to ignore it really but yeah yeah i would agree because i remember there was like one time when i was on holiday and i was like oh i'll try and go out without my wig but i was just like as soon as i went out there were like so many people staring so i just went and put it back on like i just hate that it's not 
like normal so everyone stares kind of thing yeah my mum I, I remember New Year we went to Swindon Outlet Store and my parents had gone in a shop and me and my brother were waiting outside and these two kids about my brother's age which is like 10 and they were staring at me and my mum was like she's got alopecia stop staring and I, I felt so embarrassed because my mum she's so supportive and my dad and it was just she was shouting at someone from staring at me but obviously I'm going to stare at someone that's different but I've got to accept that people are going to stare at me that are different because I'm different so yeah another um like a corner of it is like I used to love playing with my hair I used to love braiding it and I still do love braiding my mum's hair and I always I find that hard because I can't physically put the wig on me and do it I have to put it on the stand and I always used to love braiding it so it's always hard when I want to like put my hair in French braids or something well my wig in French braids and stuff like that I think before I was like I saw all the negatives, but now I'm like learning that you can turn the negatives into positives. Like you could see like being different as a bad thing, but like it depends on your mindset. Like you could also see it as a good thing. So I'd say like now I see, I think there are more positives to having alopecia than negatives. Yeah, that's a really good point to add, isn't it? And I think, um, I think for me, I, you know, I remember um, the, the staring thing, you know, you can't get away from that, can you? And I think, and, you know, the, the point around, well, actually, if we look a bit different, people are probably going to stare anyway. And actually, do we stare at people when they look a bit different as well? We probably do and acknowledging that. But I think, you know, sometimes I, you know, if, if you if you ask someone, you know, what they're, what they're staring at, I've, I've often had people come to me and say, well, actually, my friend had alopecia and I'm just thinking about her and all that sort of stuff so sometimes the stare isn't as negative as we think it is but it doesn't take it away from it being really challenging does it but I'm just thinking in terms of um that that swinging it into a positive um like you're saying Elena but like I I feel the people in my life and the way that my life has gone has been a huge part of my alopecia because having it as a kid it really shaped me as a person um you know a bit like Arjan explained about being brave and courageous you know all these things that we can we develop because of alopecia and it makes us the people that we are. Yeah. I think with alopecia, I've become so much more confident in myself. Like I've always been known to be the person who will stand up and talk in assemblies or stuff like that. Cause I do mm. like talking to a crowd and it's the same, like as growing up, I've always wanted to be a teacher cause I like, I like doing that kind of stuff. And alopecia has definitely helped that because mm. I can talk about it and be confident with it. Um, no, I completely agree with you. Completely agree with you all. Um, I think as growing up with it, I mean, I've grown up with it from really young, and I feel like I'm like a nicer person now than I ever would be without it. Because I don't want to treat. I know how I like to be treated, and I don't like the. I don't like people staring at me, and I don't like people touching my head or coming over and pulling my hat off or things like that. So because I don't like people doing that to me, I know never to do that to anyone else. So, I th yeah, I generally do think I'm a nicer person because of it, and it, sh it has definitely shaped me into the person I am today. So, yeah, I can completely agree with every single one of your points, yeah. Absolutely amazing. Um, has anyone had any, like... Sorry, I was um, going to say, um, I also think that being a child and, like, being younger and having it has made it easier just because, like, I didn't really know what was happening at the time, and I know that I think if I was older and I lived for longer with my hair I would have found it harder 
using it, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah that's a good point as well. I had like facial hair and like eyebrows and things up until I was like 18. So like I had like a certain look and then when that left, there were people that didn't recognize me afterwards that I'd grown up with. So, so yeah, so that's an interesting point as well. Like when, when you get it and things like that and growing up through school with it and stuff. Yeah. Did anyone ever think that you was ill because you had alopecia before? Or has everyone been all right? Has no one ever happened, ever happened to you? No. No. People think I've had cancer. Like I was at one of my mum's, one of, someone on my mum's side's wedding and one of the people at like the front desk thought I had leukemia. So yeah, and also Mr. Maker, he thought I had leukemia when I met him. So yeah, it's quite hard when people don't know. Because people always turn to poor people having cancer, so yeah. I've had that before. I've had that a few times. Yeah, I don't remember losing my hair because obviously I was two. Mm. So I, I really don't remember it, but I do remember nasty comments I got from it when I was in year R. But I, I couldn't give a fuck. I couldn't even tell you about losing my hair. My parents could tell you loads, but I couldn't tell you about losing my hair, but yeah. Can we talk about school then? What's it like at school with alopecia? Uh, at secondary school, at my secondary school, I haven't had like an assembly. I only had an assembly at my primary school. Um, so people, I've had questions, but people haven't really like mentioned it. And like my friend group are always like saying, um, if anyone ever says anything, like tell me, and I'll I'll sort them out and like explain everything. Um, but everyone's supported over it, like it's it's good, mm. and teachers as well. That's really good to hear, isn't it? That you've got your support group around you, and the fact that the teachers support you as well. That's really excellent. Yeah. Go on, Chloe. Um, I feel like there's a lot of year 11s and they've always talked to me about it. I have one girl in my tutor and she was so nice about it. Like she came and sat next to me and talked about it and she even helped me pick my GCSEs. She, like a lot, I get a lot of comments, not, I've had a lot of nice comments about it. Like anyone will talk to me and it's quite nice because I feel like, yes, I have alopecia, but I do get the support of everyone else. But I had one friend and she left school quite a long time ago and this is when I started losing my eyebrows and she was like Chloe have you shaved your eyebrow because I literally had I didn't have this bit of my eyebrow and I was like no and she didn't know that alopecia you could lose every hair on your body she only thought it was on your head so it, it really annoyed me that people thought I'd shaved my eyebrow and that made me think that everyone in school thought I had shaved my eyebrow but over lockdown I have lost this eyebrow and I've only got this much of this eyebrow so it did really it didn't help losing my eyebrows yeah growing up with it at school's kind of helped because mm. i've had a lot of people know about it and it's made me confident about it that's really good definitely alina did you have any experience at school with it or was it um well because obviously i hadn't told anyone it wasn't really like a big thing i mean i'd get people sometimes be like why do you have no eyelashes? But I, because I never told anyone about my alopecia, I'd just be like, oh, for per it's personal or something like that. So, I mean, I remember once when I was like in year four, um, this girl was like, 
uh, you can only sit on this bench if you have eyelashes. And like, clearly I didn't have eyelashes. And she was like, oh, Alina, you have eyelashes. You can sit on this bench. And I was just like, what? <laughs> like, I just didn't know what to say, but I just sat there. But I mean, I haven't really had much with school, but yeah. How did you get on in PE? Trying to hide it and things. That's quite um, I mean, you know, I was, I was always like scared for like gymnastics and stuff. I was like doing a cartwheel or something like that. I would always be really scared. Like, oh, what if my wig comes off and stuff? So it was just something that I like, like if we were doing a routine, I'd, I'd just be like, oh, I can't do a cartwheel. Like pretend I couldn't do one or something like that. But yeah. <laughs> I just wore a hat all the way through school. That was me. I was... Because at school, when I was there, you wasn't allowed a hairstyle below a number two. I think it was. Or so like, so I was bald, but you also weren't allowed to wear hats. So like, you kind of stand out either way. You're kind of a bald kid or you're the guy with a hat on. But yeah, so I, I kind of stood out at school either way. But my school was quite supportive as well. Was it warm in summer with a hat on? <laughs> so, oh yeah, it was, yeah. It was really hot. <laughs> It was really hard, but I didn't have the courage to take it off the back then. <laughs> I was I was quite a shy, shy guy at uh, high school. Very shy. <laughs> shall we um we talk about I'm wondering if we should talk about um social media as well, because I'm quite interested to hear everyone's views on social media. We've spoken about Instagram um it being um a big part of people telling their story. So it sounds to me, based on that, that, it, that you know, Instagram and social media is quite a positive part of your allocation journey. But I'm just wondering, if, you know, if there's any other views on that as well. Um, my brother has TikTok. I think most people have TikTok now. But he posted a video of me in the background. And one of the kids in his like class, he said, did your sister have cancer? And my brother was so supportive about it. It was like, no, it's alopecia. And he was like, what's that? And it... He was so supportive about it and I didn't know my brother could be that supportive because me and my brother really don't get along but we can do but it was so nice that I had my brother stick up for me and obviously I post with my wig on on Instagram because I'm not that confident posting without it because I feel like I look better with my wig on but when I posted my first one without my wig on I felt so confident in myself and I think that was my like most commented or most liked photo and I felt it made me feel better. And one of the girls from my friend's school, she texted me and she was like, do you have alopecia? And she, we had a whole conversation about it. It just makes you feel better. Because if you're down one day and then you get that kind of message, you can go, go back and look on that in the future when you are down. So it's, it's really nice. Yeah, I think that social media has been really positive for me and my alopecia like social media does have its like positives and negatives but in terms of my alopecia it's been really good and I don't know when like I always look through the comments on my post of like everyone being really supportive when I'm just like feeling a bit like sad or anything they always like cheers me up I've never really like talked about it because I just, I don't, I just don't really talk about it. I don't know why. I just don't like. I've never posted. I think I've posted a photo once in my wig, and everyone was like, "I love your wig," but I've never really. I don't really wear my wigs either. I think one good thing with social media, I do dancing, and 
the girl, no, my teacher at my dancing, she set up a pen pal system through lockdown. And obviously I talked to this pen pal and I think it was our last conversation. I actually introduced, I had alopecia and she replied back and she was like, I do know what that is. And that made me feel quite relieved because I don't really, I like, I like explaining it because some people know, but when it's like a big long email about it, I feel quite, what's the word? Like, like I don't know what the word is, but I feel quite sad for them reading that. But she was like, because someone on TikTok she follows has that, has it. And that made me so much happier because obviously it's being spread around. So people do know what it is. Yeah, that's what you want, isn't it? You, want, you don't want to have to explain what it is. You want people just to know because it's that, you know, people are aware. Yeah. Yeah. The other good thing for me with social media is it's just, there are so many accounts out there now, isn't there, that with people with alopecia talking about their story. So even if we're not choosing to post about our own story, we can follow lots of people who are, and that provides that kind of assurance that you're not alone. Yeah, I've seen like people on TikTok with alopecia with like 5 million followers. I'm like, people are really interested in it. Like they find it interesting knowing about it when they're like sharing their stories. Yeah, I mean, it's one thing meeting like 10 people uh, an event but actually online when you see there are thousands of people out there with alopecia you realize it's how big it is really i remember in december i came across this post that was on my for you page and it was this guy that got really sad about his brother having alopecia so he shaved all shaved off all of his hair for it and it got at least 20 million views and it was nice because in the comment section they were so supportive of it and i know i think five girls from my school commented on it and that just made me happy because obviously they know about it. So it's, it's being spread and more people are going to know about it now. Okay, should we, should we move on to um, thinking about some of the things that have helped you in your journey? So um, I know we've spoken about it a little bit, but it'd be really good to hear kind of the main things that you think have helped you the most during your time with alopecia. Darjan, shall we start with you? Um... So the main things that help, well, there's only one huge, big thing that I think I become emotional when I think of it. And um, sorry if you're, you're going to have to cover your ears a little bit because I'm going to make sure my mom knows this. My mom apparently, the biggest reason why I think Alopecia is great because mom helped me through it. She is the best in the whole wide world. And I think she deserves better. <laughs> Takes care of me and does stuff. <laughs> have a good time. That so you've had a lot of support from your mom. That's really good to hear. That sounded a lot better in my head. <laughs> <laughs> sounded good out loud as well. It did. I think one big thing is Alopecia UK that even though I've never like thought about it it has actually really helped knowing other people as I've said I did an interview thing with um, Enya um, it helps because I said in that going in the queues on Al Alton Towers you get to talk about it I think that's the best bit of the day just being in the queues like I prefer when the queues are long because even though the ride is probably the best bit because I love going on rides you get to talk to other people and that's how I met Enya of course so it's really nice because you don't feel like you're the odd one out you feel normal 
and that's what I've always said like with Alton Towers you see at least 200 people with no hair or you know with one hair and you feel you don't feel like the old one out anymore you feel quite normal yeah it's incredibly special when you see all the blue hoodies and t-shirts wandering around Alton Towers isn't it yeah. Enya and Chloe just making me feel really old in the queue last time I was there actually just telling me all these things I didn't know about. <laughs> I think it was when we had pop sockets and we oh, were talking no. about the pop sockets in the Wicker Man queue. And no idea. We had no idea, it was hilarious. <laughs> I've never heard of a pop socket before. Thank you, thank you. But put it on the back of your phone so you can like hold it like this. Oh, okay. So you can get a better selfie, really. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Enya? What would you say um, was the thing that's helped you the most through alopecia, your journey with alopecia? I think just like the people, like the people supporting, and obviously alopecia UK. Um, it's just it's just nice to be with other people that know what it's like and what you're going through. Um, if you need someone to talk to, but yeah, it's nice all the supporting people. Um, I was going to say when I was younger, um, I mean, I haven't been for quite a few years now, but alopecia support groups and also I went to Alton Towers like twice, I think, um, really helped me um, because like, I just didn't realise there were other people with alopecia and it's like, wow, there are a lot of us, like it's not just me. And also my family, if I want to rant about my alopecia, they will listen to me. <laughs> um, so yeah, they're my two main things. Yeah, I, I couldn't agree with all of you more really. I think, I, you know, I've, as I said, I've had alopecia since I was 10, but I don't really think um, I was managing it as well as I could have done until I was in my 20s when I got involved with the charity, because it was just that, that power of meeting others and, and being with others and, and knowing that people understand what you're going through even if it's completely unsaid you know like Enya and Chloe were saying earlier you don't even need to talk about it sometimes but just to be with someone who you know knows what you're going through is so powerful. Definitely, definitely. For me it was very similar to our general my mum but the best mum in the world supporting you but then also similar to Chloe where I've got like a twin brother who looked after me but I know everyone's not got the luxury of a twin brother. But someone next to me going through school with me and looking after me was like, the family and friends are the best in terms of supporting through this, definitely. See, I think I said in a call the other day that we were on, that as I've grown up with my best friend, even though she's obviously supportive of it, supportive of it it's like different speaking to her than speaking to Enya because obviously she doesn't know what I'm going through. Like still the sport's good, but speaking to someone with it is so much better because like you relate to them and yeah, it's like really nice to speak to someone else. And I think finding Alopecia UK was the best thing. And I also remember, I can't remember how old I was, but I got a bald Barbie and it's still in my bedroom and it's on my bookshelf because that helped because obviously I wasn't bored then, but like companies like Barbie are realizing it. So it really helped. Okay, so to finish, um, what is the best kind of advice that you would give someone else with alopecia that you've kind of maybe experienced and you wanted to pass on to somebody else? Wow, uh, Alina, would you like to go first? Um, I would say 
Um, oh, what was I going to say? I had something in my head. Oh yeah, it gets easier. Like at first, it like it does feel like the worst thing is happening. It, it feels really hard. But I think once you like learn to accept it and embrace it rather than see it as more of a like negative thing, it does get easier. And it's not a bad thing at all. Like at first, I think I always saw it as a negative thing. But now I'm like, you know what? I'm glad to be different. But yeah. Brilliant. Go on, Anya. You were next. Like Alina said, it's not like it gets better, but like it's not the worst thing that could happen to you. Like, I know it's not the best, but like it's not the end of the world. It's not the worst thing. Um, but yeah. Brilliant. Thank you. Go on, Chloe. If you have got it, I think the best advice is obviously talk to someone about it and tell your story and also try and find a support group like this because I know a lot of people that are really like I would say insecure about it and just talking to them about anything it really does help so yeah just try and I'm not saying try and cope with it but try and find someone else with it try Alopecia UK amazing thank you that's brilliant finally go on Arjun okay so to all the people who have alopecia or people who don't have alopecia or maybe might have alopecia who maybe might not have alopecia, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so it's just that apparently looks really do not matter. Whatever you do, looks don't matter. It's just what you do that is what, is what it's what the big, it's what that counts. And, um, that if you if anyone has alopecia just don't be afraid to hide it sometimes you might be but you got to work your way so then you can achieve something bigger with trying to show it out and not be afraid of being different sometimes being different might be good and hey you never know maybe something good will turn out in the end I know it's hard to cope with it, but you've also got to find the best ways to like not see other people with hair and just like be so jealous about it. Like take yourself away from it, have a like a self-care day. Don't think about it and just like focus on yourself, not something about your appearance. And also people like you for who you are on the inside, like how you look, how you look, how you look does not matter. Like it's who you are on the inside that matters. I feel like society today, they're trying to embrace that because a lot of people go for the looks and not the personality. And I feel like that's something that needs to be, like, I don't know what the word is, but something that needs to be spread. And that's one thing I feel like my school, any school that should be taught, because I know a lot of girls and boys that do, do go for the looks, not the personality. And the personality is always the best. They're all beautiful answers. They're amazing. amazing. Like, I completely agree with every single one of them. Like alopecia isn't doesn't define you. It's just something that's kind of happening to you. So like it's it's just about who you are on the inside, basically. Yeah. It's amazing. I, Thank I you. Absolutely wonderful place for us to finish off our conversation this evening.
So we just want to say thank you so much to you guys for giving us your evening to, to talk to us about your experience with alopecia and to answer our questions. You've all been absolutely incredible. You've been incredibly honest, incredibly courageous talking about your experiences tonight. Um, so thank you so much. Again, it's been brilliant. Thank you very, very much. No, it's been our pleasure. It generally has. Thank you so, so much.